0: Well, World Series, okay, baseball, if you like baseball, I'm going to pray, and then then I'm going to explain something to you about today's sermon, and how it came about, it's kind of amazing, but let's pray. Father, you are a loving, kind, and merciful God. Today, at your feet, we lay our lives. We lay everything that is uh, within us, Lord God. We just lay lay it before you. And we ask today, Lord God, as you are every day, to to just be our God. Let us marvel in your presence. Let us us enjoy your gifts. And let let us, Lord God, just remember that you're God. God. I thank you, Lord. Lord, for all you've provided for it, for all you've given, for all you've made it for. And today, I ask that you preach this, this message, that you, that you remove out of the way so without question. Children, your your people, know that you're speaking today. In Jesus' mighty name, take your Bibles and turn to Psalm thirty-six. Psalm number 36. You can't believe it? It just opened up to it. Praise God! I believe it's our God. So, um, you know, you know, every week, week week in, week out, day in day out, I, I prepare, pray, seeking to. Hear what God wants said. You know what does He want here? You know, you know when I when I pray that prayer to remove me out of the way. That's a prayer that I pray not only just in the pulpit, but also when I'm when I'm trying to hear from Him. You know, so I can hear hear from Him and understand. And it's not me. It's not my opinion. It's not the events of the week. Not the events of the hour. But it's strictly God. And Yesterday, today, long I just I've been working on this one area of the Bible. Well, it was in Romans, and I just knew for sure that's where I was supposed to be. And as I went to review starting Friday night, as I was reviewing, I just got this block. I got this spiritual block, and I was like, "What's going on?" And you know, we often say hear pastors say God changed the sermon. It's not necessarily that God changed the sermon It's just I got lined up with Him and what He wanted to speak about. You know what I mean? What I mean? Um, yeah, really? You know? You know? <laughs> uh, and and there's a pastor that that, that they they just changed the sermon, but but it's no, you missed it because guess who he is? And he has a message for us. And so I real realized what I said in Romans wasn't it Friday night? So, they, my wife and myself are at home, and we're just taking a deep detox. You know, the grandchildren had been sick. Well, one of, our, one of our grandchildren was sick. I was, was sick last, by the way, thank thank you, prayers. And I, I just, you know, it, I, it, it, was there. it was a block. I did it. I, would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Anybody ever bears it? Just me. Okay, okay, there we go. All right, good, good. Amen. And, and I wouldn't get it. And finally, um, Watch looking at me, she said, What's "Wrong." I said, I, I, "I ain't. I'm. I don't, I don't know what, what it is. I, I can't get it." And and uh, so I, I, I do what I, do when I was sharing with with the Sunday school class. F- for me, I get up and I do think it focuses So I, so I got up and rearranged my office. <laughs> okay, I moved that. De- I moved my de- my desk out and I took took my trains, and I turned them them around. And I mean, after after I done. Um, boom. <laughs> yeah. I got quiet and I got still and I heard God. You hear what I said? I got quiet and I got still. Even in my activity, what happened was my brain finally said, Okay, thank you, David. Now I hear God and my heart heard God. And I went back, opened up the word of God, and, and boom, just like Mrs. Liz's Bible just fell open to Psalm 36, mine. It wasn't wasn't just, okay, open it up and preach where God. No, it was God directing me straight to Psalm 36. And God made it clear. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. He said, remind the people about me. I love it. it. Remind the people about me. In In our lives. And everything we go through, we forget the saving God God we serve. Psalm 36, verse 5. Your loving kindness, O Lord, Lord, extends to this. Your faithfulness reaches the skies. Your your righteousness is like the the mountains of God. God. Your your judgments are like a a deep. O oh Lord, Lord, you preserve man and beast. How, how precious is, is your love and kindness, O oh God. And the children of men t- take refuge huge in, in the shadow of your wings. They drink their, their fill of the ab- abundance of house. And you, you give t- you give, give them to drink of the, of the river of delights. For we're with you is the fountain of li- life. In, in your life. We see light. Woo. When you you look at that scripture, and I, you look at that scripture, and you know, thirdly, the group third today made a song from this verse. I often sing it. Your Love, oh Lord, and and and, and it, it is it's a beautiful song. And in verse five, Your loving kindness. And I want to stop there. And I want us to get a good understanding. Of what God's loving kindness is. Because we can make a mistake. And not really understand what that all entails. But loving kindness. Is strictly God's tenderness. To us. His tenderness. His compassion, And his thoughtfulness to us. See. When we think about. Trial and tribulations and everything that we go through, we don't often think about that as God's loving kindness. When we think about God's God's correction, we don't often think about it as God's loving kindness. It is that correction, that deep, that deep guilt uh, or, or 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 conviction that you you feel we've gone astray or something has happened. That's God's loving kindness bringing you bringing you bent to subjection to yeah. Him. His loving his lovingness was shown on the, cross, on the cross, right, and that He had he had deep ten, tenderness, kindness for us. That He sacrificed Jesus Christ, right? But, but you know what He's doing every every single day concerning concerning His love, kindness, this, this passion, this ten, tender, this mercy, mercy that He's bringing out, only in hopes of wa- waiting for to react and, react, and respond to what He, he has done. Few weeks ago, I said, you know, we don't have a problem for God when something something big happened in our life. You know, his tenderness and his kindness and waking up is, is so meaningful. It's such a, a it's a powerful thing that we experience to be able to open our eyes and sit up and recognize God is God. It's so much loving kindness that he gives us this forethought to 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 pick up the scriptures, read. But his, his loving kindness is his tenderness, his affection, compassion. That's what it is. And we're experiencing it every day. But not, not only does, does it just talk of loving kindness, but when you look at the verse, it says, Oh, Lord, it extends to the heavens. The extent of his loving kindness is immeasurable. We can't, can't even fathom how much tender mercy he's pouring out on us. Can you fathom that? Seriously, think about it. Can you fathom how much God's affection of, of, of is poured out on you? We go through the cross, we get that, right? But think about this His loving His it's directed <coughs> excuse me, toward us, specifically toward us. This week, I realized something. I'd, I'd been missing his loving kindness in my life. Not that it wasn't there. But I had been missing the acknowledgement of the loving kindness in my life and how far-reaching it was. When I was I wasn't feeling well Wednesday, and so I wasn't here. Most of you know I was sick. And <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> probably need some some water. Thank you, Bill. I got I got dropped. <coughs> Father. For voice, pray for speech. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you. No drama here, that loving kindness. That's his love and kindness. <laughs> I got a t-shirt on, so there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's his love, his lo- kindness. <laughs> he ha- he had a t-shirt on. So, so. <laughs> well, well, I'm gonna get done here, y'all. Y'all, until we get done here. So, so here we go. Alright, we good. Good. I'm stopping there. I'm just going into Johnny Cash mesh mode. <laughs> <coughs> you see you see why I was lying this works Did you just did you just see it? Just experience it. <coughs> Nobody voted voted me because I had a cough off. But it made me realize this week, his lovingness that extends to the heavens can come through the people sitting in the pews. And that's what I realized. I realized how many people he had directed in my, lives, my life, how their lives influenced me and affected me and caused me to grow and caused me to be more of who God created me to be. He says his loving kindness extends to the heavens. That means so great and so vast you can't even fathom exactly how it's going to impact you. You really can't. You can try, but you can't fathom how it's going to impact you. And when it comes unexpectedly, when it comes to the point where God has poured out his loving kindness so much, his tender mercy that he even takes people that you would never even think would even be a voice of encouragement or a source of encouragement, but he takes them and he places them right there. Just when you need it. Just when you need it. You don't have to know them, you don't even have to be on speaking terms with them, but yet his loving kindness moves that person. Have you ever been th- that person? Have you ever been the example exam, of love and kindness of God? Have, have can you answer answer the question? And he says he says your loving kindness, kindness, oh Lord, ends to, to, to the heavens. It reaches beyond all we can fathom. And then he says this this your faithfulness reaches to the skies. You know your faith, faithfulness, the faithfulness. Faith, the, if y'all know, I know Joe Jackington, right? Jack was a good friend of mine. Jack and myself, so- so we speak speak about one every two or three or three weeks. He's busy, I'm busy. But our friendship is a friendship that's not affected by time time or distance. See what I'm saying? And his, f- his faithfulness. When I, when I was in a pit, one morning driving to, to work, I called him. And his loyalty to me was right there. You see, that, that's God's faithfulness right there. It can come through people well. His loyalty, his, his, his compassion, his understanding, his, his counsel. See, God's faithfulness is that same way. His loyalty to us. Instead of our circumstances, in spite of what we've gone through, through, in spite of any experience we may have had, God's faithfulness stretches through the, to the skies. He, he doesn't care what you've experienced. Because he loves you, he's faithful to you. He doesn't care that you have experienced, you've done this and you've done that. He's provided a way for his his faithfulness continue to flow to you. You know, I was, i was sitting here and, I, and when, I, when you when you get low, when you get down, and you get depressed, you get frustrated, whatever. God, he 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 sends that one, and then sometimes he may just. Not send anyone, and you just be right there, there, right there, you and him, and he shows you faithfulness by causing you to get up and have peace about whatever's got you down. See, see that faithfulness. He's he's loyal not to keep you down. He's loyal not to disappoint. He's loyal to where he had turned aside to another people. People. Our God in heaven has not up and up and invited that. Well, you know what. Man is no no worth saving. I'm going I'm going to save in the cats and that's in the dog. God didn't do that. He's still faithful to us even though we we'll faithless. He he still filth. he he still stands. Amen. And you stretch out the sky when you think think about that, When you look up and you you, you 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 see the airids up there near near 30 40 thousand in the air. Can you imagine that of Faith that ex- extends beyond, you ever, you ever looked up, you heard an, air, an airplane over there, looked up to, to see it, but you couldn't couldn't see it, but you knew you knew it was there. You, you heard it. S- see, that's a faithfulness. You may not be able to, able to see it, but you know it's there. <coughs> when I'm telling you, when he says he, he's, faith, he's faithful, he's faithful. Looked to another Miss Liz when he looks at you and he says I'll never leave you or forsake you he hasn't looked at another person and said you know what I'm going to stay with you more than I'm going to stay with Liz he hasn't done that he has committed himself to you he has obligated himself to you he has tied his very being to you to me in everything that he does, he's faithful. I want you to look at this. Your righteousness is like mountains of God. Your judgments are like a great deep. Oh, Lord, you preserve man and beast. What God has done, y'all, is he's determined to make sure we understand that he, that he's a full sustainer of everything within us. Take your Bible, turn to Psalm chapter three. Psalm chapter three. Look at Psalm chapter three. Let's get there. Get there. Get there. Myself. If y'all beat me there, you're waiting. Okay. before I go. Psalm chapter three. And and go. Oh gosh. Go to go to verse. Go to verse five. See, see, God, He 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 does things to sustain us when we sleep. But look, but look at five. He says, He says, I down and and slept. I woke, for the Lord sustains me. me. Everything, everything, everything does. The sleep He provides. He was to us as a gift. Gifts one twenty seven seven tells that He provides sleep those He loves he provides sleep. He's a sustainer. and then, and then not only that, but but. He gets us up. He gets us up. This is all part of his love, kindness, his greatness, vastness, everything. <coughs> it's all part of that. Now, now, I'm going with this. Hold on, hold on. Go back. Go back to Psalm 36. <coughs> David said this. He said, at verse, look, look at verse seven. How precious is your loving kindness, O God? Now, when you think, think of the word precious, when you think it's hot up, I'm coming down here with, here with y'all. Is it hot? It's hot out here. I'm going back up here. <clears throat> when you think of loving kindness, and when you think about something that's precious, what is precious to you? Our children. Lydia, stand up, Lydia. Okay, see, she's precious to me. She's precious to me. Don't say nothing about her. Don't talk about her. Don't hurt her. Don't don't harm her harm her. Don't care if she comes in with all her teeth out of her mouth and the hair is all nappy. Don't mess with her. Okay? She's precious to me. She's precious. She's she's treasured to me. Don't she's the baby? Don't sit down yet. I want you to get this. She's the <laughs> the baby. She's the one that you know what? What? She can look at me. Me was the one. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what's so. Pre- not that all my other children aren't precious, precious, but the one that, that when I was waving my ball head, she was the one, the one that would be at the, ca- the counter like this. Arch and Pa Pa wave his head. That's that's precious to me. And guess and that did. did, did Once I got my got my head. She's precious, precious, you can sit down. She's precious, precious, and in other words, she is so special. That they are so special that, that there's nothing that can replace them. There's nothing that can replace them. And that's when you read this in verse 7, how precious is loving kindness. Does that mean that there's nothing in your life that, that can replace the ten- tenderness and care and affection God has for you? Keep, keep that in mind. There's none of this world, no situation that can move the preciousness of of the loving kindness of God God, the way it should be in your life. It shouldn't be that the activities of the world or job or situation replace the loving kindness of God. It it should be that precious to you. It should be be that endearing to you. you. It should be that close to you. I mean, think about it. Do we struggle with replacing God's loving kindness with everything else? Of course. Of course we do. We look for satif- satisfaction in our jobs. We look for satisfaction in our, in our, our spouses. We look for satisfaction in our cars and our homes. We look for satisfaction everywhere. <coughs> Whoever's listening on Facebook, they're get a lot of coughs today. But his loving kindness, his tenderness should be so precious, should be so close to us that we can never even fathom anything else, else other than that. We shouldn't be able to. Church, I'm asking you a question. When his his love, his loving kindness reaches, reaches to heaven and his face face stretches to the sky, God, How how can find something in, to put in, in play of that? How can how can we allow something to interfere with that? How how can we do that? Do that can anyone ask, ask, ask? You know, when we c- we can't even fathom his loving k- kindness. How can how can we fathom replacing it with something else? When you when you know mighty work of the, the cross, you know know the mighty work of Jesus is Christ. How? It should be possible. Should it? It should be possible. See, if he, if his righteousness, if if we treat righteousnessness and his lovingness kindness and in his faith as we we should, there there should be nothing else. There should be nothing else. And and, and 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 It's not it's not as precious as it should be. Is is it that costly pearl? We talked about on in Sunday school, costly pearl, not in Sunday school, but our pre-Sunday school we had with Mike. Is that costly pearl that when you find it, you go and you buy an entire field because you found something that's just that precious that you not only want it, but you want it what it, what it came from? Is it that precious? Is it that special to you? Is loving kindness, can you comprehend it? No, I don't know. I, I can't say all I can take and take me is that I had a moment this week where it just, just went and, and I was oblivious to everything that was God. I know that sounds bad coming from your pastor but I had a moment where I was just oblivious to everything. I was only, I was so engrossed in other things and, and keep in mind these were things of the church y'all. This is church business and doing church things and I missed It didn't last forever. Missed the love and kindness. Now keep in mind, when it happened, there was a a noticeable void in my life. Life. There was a noticeable void in my life. Y'all, I'm sharing this with you because it's just the real thing. Mm. Great, great. Roy Roy woke up and said amen. Then that means it's it's, it's true. And, he, and he's just saying that, y'all, y'all, to make me feel good. It ha- happened. And then, and then when God, and that's why, because the vo- void was the sermon that's trying to create. create. Let me you where I wa- was. I'll show you where I, where I was. This is what I, I was, this, I, th- I thought God had me bring, bringing y'all this, this coming week. And it wasn't, wasn't it. it marked and everything. And it's chapter 10, 10, uh, chapter 13, 10. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, for love is the fulfillment of all. In a way, it kind of ties, but it's not that. It's, it's not that well, that's what he wanted me to speak about. Because I, I was thinking he wanted me to direct it at you. Then he directed me to him and what, what I was missing in his loving kindness. Romans chapter 13, verse 10. And, and when, he, when, I, when I read it, I was like, oh, well, there it is. And he says, "No, no, that's not it. That's not it. It's my loving kindness they need to understand. They don't understand where they're feeling in love. They don't need to understand where they're they're not fulfilling anything. They need to understand where I stand concerning my affection to them, my tenderness to them, my compassion for them. They need to hear that. That's why I went back to Rome. Psalm 36, because you need to know how, how great his love is. You need to know how far it reaches. And in a week when you're feeling sick or you're feeling down or, or you hear about shootings in Pittsburgh, you know, all of these things that have happened, bombs flying through the air, like, you know, Christmas cards, all of this stuff going go on in life. God said, I've got affection for you. I'm faith, I'm faithful. Don't be shaken by all of this that you see. See, Don't sit here and worry worry about what you see going on. I'm faithful to you. I told you I'd never leave you or forsake you. I'm not going to do it. Do it. can't measure my, my faith. God, you can't measure my faithfulness. I'm going to tell you this. Look at Matthew, Matthew chapter 23. Everybody, everybody go to chapter 20, 23 and Verse 37. 7. Matthew chapter chapter twenty three verse thirty seven. And it is this? It says, "I'll wait till wait till we just stop wrestling." <laughs> Matthew twenty twenty three and verse seven, and it says clearly, "Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the, the prophet and stones those who are sent to her? To her. How often I want to gather your, your children together, the way a hen gathers her chicks beneath her wings." And you were on will. Go back to Psalm 36. And in verse 7, the latter part says, And the children of men take refuge in the shadow of your wing. You know, God wants us to take refuge there. He wants us to desire to be in the shadow of his wings, in the, refuge, in, G- in the refuge of his wing. Jesus says, Hey, even come to me and let me protect you. But we forget. By this time, Jesus is preaching that a message in chapter twenty-three. Guess what? We forget where our refuge is. We forget where our peace lies. We forget the loving kindness. We we forget the faithfulness. We forget the judgments. We forget righteousness, and we even forget where we need to take refuge. And so we find it in our phone, we find it in our wallet, we find it in our garage, we find it in another person's arms, whether it's a man, man, woman, dog, child, whatever it may be. We find our refuge in wrong places. And God says, guess what, I'm still faithful to you. Come back to me. Come under my wings. Come come under my wings. When you come back to a holy God, Come back to a righteous, God. And you come back to a, a God. In verse eight kicks kicks in. They drink their fill of a, of the of eminence of your house, and you and you give to drink, drink of the river of your del- delight. For for with you in verse nine, verse nine, for you is the fountain of life. Your light we light. See, when we come back to an understanding of all, all of that, the clarity that you need, you need to understand the word of God, God comes. The peace that you need to, to know what you need to do in your, your life, go forward, it, it comes. The com- comfort of knowing that, that you're going to be provided for, it comes. But you gotta, you, you got to get back where, he, where he, has, he has it to be with. Acknow- acknowledging his loving kindness, he's tender towards you. Yeah, y'all you understand. Man. I keep reminding you every, every week. This God has had me taking on my calling. And, and I sent next out to the deacons this past week. I said, you know, because God, God gave me a date of January thirty first. And then he moved uh, and 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 company moved it up. They said, Oh, you could go ahead at the December thirty first. I said, Okay. Hey, that's fine by me. I just get to sing free at last, free at last. <laughs> Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. Celebrate New yeah, I celebrate New Year's, you know, in the front yard. Where little black boys, boys, little black children, and little white girls, and little white children, or whatever. You know, however the speech went. <laughs> I get to celebrate that. But you know what God said? Don't worry about it. That was my plan. If they choose not to follow my plan, you've what you're told. Bonnie and my must have had a little talk this morning. Jesus told P- Peter when you want to ask ask God, what about this one? And what about the Peter Jesus told Peter Peter is that to you? You if I tell you remain here, here, you do what do what I want you to do. And all of that that Remind reminding me of loving kindness. That I'm not forsake you. Don't worry about what, what man's remember my loving c- kindness and, and know they have an effect an effect for you. And love Heather don't don't you? sometimes I asked that's the wrong one question. So I'm not gonna gonna go back to the of the church church anymore. Okay. Ask Joel. No, worse. <laughs> I really have not I to ask. Okay, okay, thank you. Not here to hear hear it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Chris, you love Kent, right? Okay, okay, good. See, I knew not to, a- to ask you. Infection is great, great for me. So when he's when he's in need, happens. You, you do what? You do what? Again. Because of what? Wow. Is there any ever any question about helping him? There's never any question about helping him. There's never any question about how far to go for him, right? Wow. Wow. See? If she could do that for that. <laughs> That's the truth. Amen. How much more can God do for you? Amen. God's done. I want you to fathom. Try to fathom. Try to understand his loving kindness. I want you to try to understand his his ten mercies. I'm trying to understand his his faithfulness. And if you tenth of what God is doing, yours will in, increase so, so much. More. Okay. Okay? Just understand. He His his loving kindness, his affection, his compassion. You cannot be, not be measured. Just, just remember.